This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Titans have agreed to a deal for DeAndre Hopkins to come to Tennessee. We know he has this great resume where he's been uh, to the Pro Bowl a bunch of times. He was a first-round pick out of Clemson, but... Jenks, guess what he fell into? The trap that so many professional athletes fall into mm-hmm. in thinking that they have a ton of haters and doubters because that is the first thing that DeAndre Hopkins tweeted when uh, he made wow. his signing official because he said, I always loved having haters and doubters, but I appreciate it even more now. Tighten up. And I thought to myself, is this really what goes through your mind when you sign a deal <laughs> worth mm, almost $30 million and you are one of the prize free agent or, you know, signees coming out of this offseason? Like, he's never been somebody who people have said, ah, DeAndre Hopkins, is he really that good? Like, he was a first-rounder, a five-time right. pro bowler, and a five-time all-pro. I get it that he's older, but still, don't you think it's funny how we see this all the time from people who are like the best at what they do saying, oh, all the haters and doubters. I'm like, well, I guess they didn't doubt you that much because they handed you $30 million. Yeah, I saw this too. I'm like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I don't think I've ever heard a hot take on DeAndre Hopkins ever. Seriously. Maybe when he was with the Texans or something, Texans fans were debating something. Is he going to be the greatest? Is he not? When has everyone ever said, you know who I really can't stand who's super overrated? DeAndre Hopkins. I've never heard that. Ever. So I find I've it... heard. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, I, I just, was just going to just... say, I can say that people are saying that he's older now, but like mm-hmm. the reason that he missed time last season is because he was suspended. Like he wasn't hurt. Right. Like he wasn't old. And then when he came back, he gave a hype video for himself before he absolutely went off in prime time for the Arizona Cardinals. So I guess this is what athletes do to like get themselves going. But like the fact that this was his first thought, I don't know. It's kind of strange to me. Yeah, I I don't get it. it. There's a difference, by the way, between, hey, I'm getting older. I've received a little criticism, which happens to every single athlete ever. It doesn't matter who you are. And oh, all the haters out there. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. We've talked about you on this show numerous times, and it was just, he's an asset. Where's he going to sign? We'll figure it out. We'll look at the odds. We'll try and read the tea leaves. So, yes, to your point, these these athletes out there, they will do anything to motivate themselves. Maybe maybe that's what it takes. I'm not in that stratosphere. I never will be. But maybe when you have accomplished so much and you're only 31 and you're making millions and you're set for life, I would think that, and we do see this from time to time, every now and then guys will just quit. Like they get paid and they're like, all right, I got my paycheck, I'm done. But to stay motivated, maybe you just have to generate this sort of idea. And also, I will say this. On the whole, I don't see anybody hating on DeAndre Hopkins. But I would imagine, too, if you're like a lot of these athletes who are pretty petty, if you search your name, and you're a big enough name, and certainly he is, and you search your name, I'm sure he could find 20, 30, 40 tweets, whatever it is, threads where people are criticizing him. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's doing these deep dives and using this as motivation. On the whole, however, doesn't make a lot of sense. 
For sure. I think that he has plenty of people in his corner, or at least enough, like I said, to give him $30 million. So the particulars here, it's a two-year deal worth $26 million with a ton of incentives that could add another $6 million to the deal. The Tennessee Titans absolutely needed this signing. They have one of the worst receiver rooms in all of football. Last season, it felt like a bunch of Starbucks baristas running around there and Traylon Burks but Traylon Burks would get hurt a lot. So this is something that the Titans desperately needed to fill. A huge void on the roster that now has a true number one receiver. So as a Titans fan, I am very excited about this deal. And also, the fact that the Titans could sign DeAndre Hopkins despite putting him on a Southwest flight on his recruiting trip to Tennessee, that should tell you how much that Mike Rabel um has pull over some of these players because we know he's a players coach and also Mm -hmm. he was in houston when deandre hopkins was there and also the new offensive coordinator for the titans i believe was in houston as well so if anybody knows how to utilize utilize deandre hopkins it's definitely going to be the titans but the titans are still not a great team their offensive line is terrible uh we just Mm -hmm. had one of our offensive linemen suspended for gambling and a core that definitely needed the depth. So here's the question. Do you think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a great season despite playing on what's probably deemed as a bad team? I think he's going to have a just fine season is what I think. I don't think he's going to. I think there were probably, well, there are better fits for DeAndre Hopkins. I think he will certainly be the number one guy, no question about that. But I think there were probably better offensive fits for the Titans because for me, yes, they'll throw the ball. But at the end of the day, it's still King Henry. Like, it's still his team. And I think the Titans go as he goes. So money-wise, this was probably the best fit for him. And I remember him saying he wanted to go somewhere where he could win a championship. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen with the Titans. So I think he'll, I think he'll be above average. I, the only thing I would worry about with DeAndre Hopkins is his injury history because he came out of the gates unbelievable. And I believe even now he has the eighth most receiving yards through the first 10 seasons of any player, any receiver in NFL history. So, And that's despite Chelsea missing, what, 15 out of the last 34 games because of injury, because of that suspension. So we know the production is there. And he still has... I know 31 now is just seems ancient if you're a running back or receiver in the NFL. It's not. I think he has some good years ahead of him. But I would pause a little bit just because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Well, at least he's motivated because isn't yeah. that the question sometimes for some of these big names who are kind of over the hill? Because here's the problem when I'm trying to get excited about this for the Tennessee Titans because my Titans have signed a couple other big names who have turned out to be flops. Remember when everybody was so excited mm-hmm. for the Titans to sign Jadevian Clowney? Mm, didn't turn into anything. Didn't get any production from one of the best defensive ends before coming to Tennessee. And also, look at Julio Jones, a huge name that caused a lot of stir when it came to Tennessee, only for him to not play in like most of the game. So uh, it could go that way. Or you could look at somebody like A.J. Brown, and despite the Tennessee Titans having a run-first offense, A.J. Brown still put up incredible numbers for the Titans. His first two seasons in Tennessee had over a 1,000 yards receiving. And even in 2021, the year before he went to the Eagles, had 869 yards in only 13 games. So I think that DeAndre Hopkins is going to have 
some capabilities of putting up some solid numbers. And plus, this takes off a lot of pressure off of Traylon Burks, who was a young guy who was expected to be the number one. And now you have a veteran coming in here that can kind of teach him the ropes and take off some of the pressure when it comes to the defenses. You know, defenses could so easily key in on Traylon Burks last year because he was really the only threat. Now you have DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to pull the number one corner or safety or whoever, and also taking a little bit of pressure off the run game because these two things work in harmony. Like you can't run the ball without an effective passing game. You can't pass the ball without an effective run game. So I think this is good for the Titans. Uh, We will see how many games DeAndre Hopkins plays. uh, But in the short term, I am very excited about this. And listen, there's not a ton of hype surrounding the Titans this year. Their win total is seven and a half. But looking at Mike Vrabel, I think he is one of the best in the league at doing the most with the least. So Jenks, do you think that I am stupid to have any type of mm, positivity leading into this season? No, you love your Titans. I get that. This is, I mean, no. this is a value. No, it's fine. They're going to be great. This is a value add. So th- th- this will make them better. There is, if you're a Titans fan, you have to be excited about this. Clearly, when he is healthy, he can be a game changer. So I, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, it puts the Titans, you know, it doesn't put Tennessee over the top and makes them more of a favorite in, in the division or to win the AFC. But ultimately, if you and I think this is a smart deal, it's only two years. He will make you better. He will give Ryan Tannehill more options. So I, I certainly don't hate it, and it does improve the perhaps the long term prospects for this team. So yeah, I think it's reason to be excited. I even with those prices too, because I'm not yeah. saying that the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying that I think they'll be competitive in a lot of games. But if DeAndre Hopkins wants to add somebody to the list of haters and doubters. It's probably the books because the Titans are 40 to one to win the AFC and 80 to one to win the Super Bowl. Well, speaking of big time receivers, we have another headline involving Tyreek Hill. He says he's going to get 2000 yards this season. It's never been done in the NFL before, but we know Tyreek Hill is never lacking in confidence. And I'll say this, he's never lacking in talent. Somebody probably is going to eventually do it because also we now have another game added to the schedule as opposed to all of those seasons where we only had 16 games. But do you think this is possible for Tyreek Hill? I I would bet against it just because of NFL history. But I will say this. First of all, if there's anyone that can do it, it's probably him. And I found this article fascinating. And the one thing, not necessarily buried in it, but that I took away was he admitted – Hey, last season coming over from the Chiefs, I didn't really know the playbook. I would just kind of tell Tua, I'm going to be over here. And he would, seriously, how good and how talented do you have to be to not really know the playbook in the NFL and say, I'm going to go out or I'll just kind of run something here, just get open, just get me the ball in space. And now he says, because he knows the playbook, now he's ready to eclipse that record. It's a pretty solid argument. Also, the fact that he had 1,700 receiving yards despite not having the same quarterback for the entirety of the season, because that's the other sabotage factor. Is like, will Tua Tungavailoa still be playing in the league, or is he going to get his 17th concussion of his short career? So I think the quarterback also makes a difference in this argument as well. But the fact that he had 1,700 yards with somebody not named Patrick Mahomes is pretty damn impressive. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.